everyone, I want to talk about time. Time is such a precious thing, especially when you have loss of health of someone that you love. Um, This episode, I want to focus on time for self-care. So part of the reason why I started this podcast is to continuously remind myself that even though that my son is going through his chemotherapy treatments, that I need to take time for me and I need to schedule that in to my day, to every day. Um, Alongside of that too, which is a continuous work on progress for me, is scheduling in time to be with my husband And yes, that means for me, putting my phone in the other room because that's a major distraction for me. To be completely honest, last week was a whirlwind of emotions for me. Ollie has been in treatment for about seven, almost eight months now, and it really hit me again that we're going through this. And last week, it was a real downer, but I had to go through all of those emotions in order to come out on that other side. I had to give myself some grace and be patient and know that even though I am feeling so down and the world just feels like it's crashing on me and I have no energy to even smile and say hi or even look people in the eye, I know that there's going to be a point where I'm going to be able to move through it and I'm going to come out on the other side of that tunnel. And I did. This week is a new week and um, not 100% better, but I am able to talk about this. And I think it's really important, especially for moms and and also dads and and full-time caregivers To be graceful with yourself and know that you are doing the best that you can, but you also are human. You're not superhuman. You're just, you're human. And you need to constantly remind yourself that you're killing it. You know, there are so many days I wake up and I, for one split second, get so sad that this is what my son is going through. This is our family's, you know, reality right now. Um, but then I hear my mom's voice in my head, like she told me what last week, and she said, you know, he's not always going to be the sick kid. You know, he's sick right now, yes, but he's going to go on and he's going to continue on with his life and he's going to live a full life. So, um. I try to keep that in perspective and it's, I know it's really, really hard to keep things in perspective when you're in, when you're in it, when you're in the trauma, the last thing you want to hear is someone to tell you, you know, be positive. Um, and I, I know I'm very positive, but when I'm in it, I just don't even want to talk to anybody. So I'm reminding you that it's okay. It's okay to shut down. That's your body's way of reserving your energy so that you can survive in order to be the best caregiver that you can be. Um, And again, it's going to come at funny times. Like I said, for me, it just hit me again last week and we're seven months into treatment. 
Um, so kind of switching gears, some things that I wanted to talk about are some things that I've been doing that have really been helping me, um, through this whole process. Um, right now I, I know everybody's into essential oils and to be honest, I was kind of skeptical. Um, you know, do they work? What are they all about? Um, are they toxic? Things like that. Um, but my good friend, Susan Johnson, uh, she has the kick cancer kits and, um, if you have some time, check her out. She's really an amazing woman. She has been a wonderful um, peer to me that I, and mentor, I, I really look up to her and I've learned so much from her. Um, so Season Johnson, here's a shout out to you if you're listening. Um, thank you so much for your continued support and education around essential oils and how... Um, you know, I can help my son through this treatment and also help myself and my husband as we navigate through this. Um, another thing that, you know, kind of, kind of sounds materialistic, um, is I've been really enjoying my Stitch Fix subscription. Um, if anybody knows me, you know, I really don't, indulge a lot I guess in fashion and I don't really think about it it's kind of like okay if it's comfortable I'm gonna wear it um comfortable cozy uh I'll wear it but for me um stitch fix is really easy because it just comes on my doorstep and I don't even really have to think about it it's really nice so that's been a pleasant kind of self-care um surprise that I have been really looking forward to every month. Um, And just today, I was completely just so surprised because I received an email from them and they were so kind. And I told them, I said, now I'm no longer working full time and as I'm taking care of my son. So that was a true blessing today. Um, Just so sweet. So, so sweet for a company to do that. Uh, So that's one of the the things that, you know, again, it sounds materialistic, but for me, it, it is really nice. It just kind of makes you feel good. Um, you know, I was talking with one of the um, caregivers that comes and offers me respite care uh, here in our home. And she she's so kind. Her name is Pat. She's so, so sweet. My son loves playing with her. And um, we were talking about self-care and how important it is for caregivers to take that time. Um, you know, again, it doesn't have to be something big. It doesn't have to be you going out to get a hour-long massage and, you know, going on a shopping spree. Um, it can be as simple as what Pat was talking about, taking the time to wash your hands for me, putting on chapstick, that's self-care, brushing my teeth. You know, when Ollie was diagnosed and we were in the hospital, even just getting dressed in the morning, that was hard. That was really, really hard. And I flashed back to, you know, having a newborn. It's hard to even get dressed. You feel like you don't have a minute to breathe. Um, so I, yeah, I wallowed in it. I took a couple of days where I was in my pajamas in the hospital with him and that's what I needed to do. But then as the days went on, 
can slowly but surely start to build up a little self-care routine, let me know what you're doing. For me right now in the morning, it's taken me a while because it's very hard to get out of bed. But on the moment, on the days that I can do it, taking about 10 minutes to put on the meditation app to really ground myself and think of all the things that my son can do and the things that I really am grateful for. And every single time I think of that, I think of we're not in the hospital. So I know that there are are people that are listening and you are in the hospital and it is horrible. It stinks. But at the same time, try to find that one thing. Maybe it's, oh, they have chocolate milk in the refrigerator. I know I was excited about that. Maybe they have free ice cream. Taking that one little moment just to find a tiny little thing that you're grateful for and focusing on that really can help you through. And again, it might not help other people. And again, when you're in that brain fog and you can't even look up, because I had that. When my son was diagnosed, I couldn't even look people in the eye. That was hard. That was really hard. And then slowly, like I said, I started to get dressed in the morning. I started to talk to my family. Started to talk to my husband. So let me know what you're doing. Again, it could be as simple as painting your nails, taking a bath. The last thing I want to talk about with you guys is just knowing that it's okay to let others carry the burden. It's okay. You don't have to keep it all bottled in because it's going to come out one way or the other. You don't have to be strong. You don't have to be a warrior. You're just being you and you're just trying to get through it. And that's what I'm trying to do too. So I'm allowing you right now to give yourselves as give yourselves a pat on the back. As silly as you feel doing it, physically do it. And I'm going to do it right now too. Give yourselves a pat on the back because you're doing a kick-ass job right now. You're doing the hardest job that there is in the world. You're caring for someone that really, really needs you to be there 110%. So again, let me know what you're doing. I want to hear from you. I want to get ideas. I want it to just be a conversation and kind of spark other people's interest and see what we can do to kind of lift each other up in our darkest hour. Again, I started this podcast because I wanted a community. I wish I had a place where I could just listen to another mom talk and and talk about her experiences. I mean, having a two-year-old, you get five minutes here and, and a couple minutes here to talk to people before, you know, you're off doing a million other things. So whether you're listening to this in your car or you're out for a walk or you're stuck in the hospital, let me know. Email me at a.l.l.mama, M-A-M-M-A, care, C-A-R-E, 
at gmail.com. And also, I've launched my Instagram account, All Mama Care Without the Periods. And you can also find me on Facebook too, at All Mama Care. So head on over, message me either on Instagram, Facebook, send me an email, and I would love to hear from you. We're going to continue to lift each other up, even in this darkest hour.